0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Murder and Merlot. We
1: are a true crime book club podcast. I'm your host, Tara. And I'm your
0: host, Michelle. We are putting down our books and picking up the paper because this is the morning news. Our very first episode of the morning news. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm so excited. I guess we should give a brief explanation just in case people missed our last episode. So we
1: have changed up our mini episodes because. As much as we loved them, they were time-consuming and taking away from our big episodes. So, the morning news is just a short little segment where we discuss events that are happening in the true crime world, we find some fun headlines, and discuss them, and have some fun along the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So excited
0: about it. I think it's going to be really, really great. I think it's going to be fun. All right. Should we just jump right into it? <laughs> I think we should. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's do it.
1: All right, friends, grab your glass and get cozy. Let's talk about murder.
0: Tink, tink. So before we get into our main articles, I just want to say we survived the end of the world, guys. Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell predicted July 22nd would be the end of the world, but it wasn't. It was not. It was not. They were wrong. So just wanted to throw that out there. Congratulations, everybody. We did it again. How many has this been? We have beat the end of the world so many times. And oh. if anybody trusted
1: what Lori Vallow said, then they need to be like in a giggle house with a coat that hugs them.
0: We're just off this planet completely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> giggle house? It's giggle house. Yeah. I've never heard that. I've never heard that. <laughs> I love it. But if you want to read more about that, um, there is an article. It's by Gina Tron on oxygen.com. Of course, um, I assume everybody has heard of that bonkers case. (laughs) It's kind of been really big lately. But if you haven't, you could go check out Morbid because that's what I did. That's where I listened to that whole thing. I did too. And I just... It
1: was a lot, and I was really happy that they covered it and we didn't because right? I was like, I'm
0: confused. Wait, what's happening? There would not be enough red string on this earth for me to figure out no. what all was going on there with all those names and, oh, crazy. Oh, I know. I know. It was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But anyways, <laughs> not my main topic for today because, yeah, like I said, lots to unpack. Um, instead, I chose a different story that uh, really got me fired up today when I saw it. So I feel like it would also get you fired up, Michelle. So. Okay. So we'll see. Oh, good. Good, yeah. good. So the article title is Patient Service Rep is Fatally Shot When Man Opens Fire During Dispute at a Doctor's Office. No. Yeah. The, um, honestly, I can <sighs> feel my blood boiling right now. Oh, my God. We haven't even begun. <laughs> so this article is on People.com and written by Christine Pelisek. And uh, main subject here says Bruce Gamala allegedly became angry about an appointment for his father at a Delaware Valley urology office. I'm sorry, what happened at a urology office that made you that angry? I mean, I would be angry if I could not pee. True, yes, we know that is very, very bad. But But. (laughs) this is
1: about his father. Yes. There's a lot of things that you could be at the urology office for, and- if he's anything like the people that have been coming into the vet clinic, is he mad that he has to wear a mask or, right. you know, like he has to social distance mm-hmm. or the
0: door was locked or. Well, the only thing that it says about why he became angry was he had an appointment for his father, but it was at a later date and he wanted it moved up and that Are was you it. fucking kidding me? That was it. So whew, it makes me mad. But, uh yeah. Yeah. So a New Jersey correctional officer is behind bars because he was the one that allegedly fatally shot a patient service representative at a medical office, as well as injuring another patient. Good lord. Yeah. <sighs> it's it's awful. It's awful. So Bruce Gamala Junior, fifty one was charged Friday with first-degree murder, two counts of second-degree aggravated assault, and second-degree possession of a weapon for a, an unlawful purpose. He allegedly pulled out a 40 caliber handgun and shot Stephanie Horton in the chest when she tried to talk to him. I wish my face was on the podcast yes. right now. I know. What the hell? <sighs> That's horrible. It's so bad. And the bullet passed through the 44-year-old, mother of two's back and hit a female patient who was in her 50s in the knee he shot a mama he shot a mama and that's not okay and went through it and shot another person yeah oh man yeah so wow so awful and terrible the man's father was inside their vehicle at the time of the shooting. Gamala allegedly drove away from the office, but soon returned and uh, turned himself in, which I guess is good, but wow. How that escalated so quickly, I just can't even comprehend. Unless he was having some sort of psychotic break, maybe? Yeah, yeah but it's scary because he's, he's a corrections officer at the Burlington County Jail. So it's yeah. like, you would think he would be able to control his temper somehow. Obviously not. Or he's, um, and this is just speculation, maybe he's on steroids. Yeah, yeah, could be. Rage is a thing. Absolutely, and we know that some people that have power over others can be absolute assholes. So Absolutely. I feel like that was, that's one of those people. Yeah. So yeah, he had his uh, first appearance on Saturday at, And a detention hearing is scheduled for this week, and he has not entered a plea yet. And it is unclear if he has retained an attorney to speak on his behalf. So, well, then, yeah, I mean, I was gonna say it'd be interesting to see how this goes, but like, I feel like it's pretty cut and dry. Like, I think so. Like, there's, I I just don't understand the senselessness of this.
1: No kidding. Uh, I do, for his sake, though, hope that he doesn't wind up in the same prison that he's. A prison guard for, a corrections officer, whatever.
0: <laughs> that always is bad. <laughs> that's That would be real bad. Real bad. I, mean, I wouldn't wish that on anybody, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. That's okay, maybe, a maybe, maybe. People. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, that uh, that's my gruesome story. Oh, wow. Mine's exciting. I
1: love your story. And I... I told my husband about this and he was not nearly as excited as he was supposed to be. So then I texted Tara and she texted me back in all capital letters screaming.
0: So that was oh. the appropriate response because I was literally screaming as I was in a car full of people and they're just like, "Okay, this is it. She's she's lost it. She's lost we, it." We knew it was going to happen, but I guess I guess it's happening now. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do? <laughs>
1: right? Yes. So uh, the article was California parole board recommends release for Charles Manson acolyte, Leslie Van Houten, Chills. which, Oh, I know that it was written by the Associated Press and it's from oxygen.com. And so uh, if you don't know who Leslie Van Houten is, stop listening right now, go pick up Helter Skelter, read the damn book and then come back.
0: Right. Because you have to. It's it's a requirement. It's pretty much a requirement. It's homework now. (laughs) Go do your homework.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She's been in prison for five decades. She was originally sentenced to death. Then that sentence was dropped to life in prison after California abolished the death penalty. She has now been found suitable for parole. She has been denied
0: parole 19
1: times previously.
0: So So, how? Like, what makes them on the 20th time to be like, oh, it's your lucky day. Like, I don't understand. One article I read was hinting that it was related to COVID because she's in her 70s. Yes, I saw that too. I forgot about that until right now and I was livid. And I think it's bullshit. Like, don't
1: let her out. No. She massacred multiple people.
0: Like... I just don't understand why the old folks' homes are being, like locked down and, like, horribly affected by COVID, but then in prisons they're just like, oh, no, you you can go free, but everybody else has to be locked up. Exactly. I
1: I don't understand. I don't get it. Um, The article says, let me just read it here, Um, after a 120-day review process, her case will again rest with the California government. So she it's not saying that she's going to get out it still comes down to um, the California Governor Gavin Newsom. He still could deny the parole, although that move could be challenged in court. Uh-huh. Newsom has blocked her release once, and his predecessor Jerry Brown did it twice. Yeah. And it says, as with any parole suitability recommendation, when the case reaches the governor's office, it will be carefully reviewed on its merits. She's seventy. She's serving life sentence for helping Manson and others kill Los Angeles grocer Lena Labanca. La Bianca. Wow, I can speak today, and his wife Rosemary in August of
0: 1969. And brutally, these brutally. murders were brutal. Like they were stabbed yeah. like 60 times.
1: Yeah. Um. She was 19 when she did it. Her and the other cult members fatally stabbed the La Biancas, um, carved up Lino La-, La Bianca's body, and smeared the couple's blood on the walls. And then this is like the day after the other man's followers killed pregnant Sharon Tate and four others.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the LaBiancas were just completely randomly selected. Totally no connection. Just absolutely no connection. No no reason other than the house was accessible. Yeah. So it's yeah, again, so senseless, so disgusting. And she yeah. was supposed to be sent like she was supposed to be dead. I know. So and how- if they
1: hadn't abolished the, the death penalty, then she would be. Exactly. So how do you just let somebody like that walk? Right? If she was initially sentenced to death, I
0: don't think you should ever, ever be allowed parole. No. It should just be off the table. Like, I don't, uh, I don't even understand. (sighs) That is wild. I know. And there's a picture of her on the article, and
1: I don't care. She still looks like a psycho. Oh, yeah. She's in her 70s. She has dead
0: fucking eyes. Like... Well, all the drugs that they did—I'm pretty sure they melted their brains, and I don't think—well,
1: yeah, they can but recover from that.
0: <laughs> but still,
1: you do what you did, and there's consequences. There's like, consequences, and you should be stuck in jail. And if you die of COVID in jail, then good for you. Yeah, like exactly. sorry,
0: rude. I know, but whatever. But, you know what's probably worse? Being stabbed sixty times. Yeah, probably. So, probably. Ugh. Yeah. It'll be very very interesting to see if in the end if she actually gets out or if she is stopped again. I know. I'm yeah. I'll be watching this one closely. I know you will be too. Yeah, absolutely. I guess we will try to keep updates coming yeah. on our morning news. This is what the morning news is for. It's uh it's what it's all about. Yeah. Excellent. Shall we move on to some bizarre articles that I've selected? Uh yeah, these sound fun. <laughs> I thought it would be fun to just select two weird articles that I saw in my perusing and ask Michelle which one we shall take a look at. I'm ready. (laughs) My first one, surprise, it starts with Florida Man. (laughs) If it didn't, I would be disappointed. I'm not even going to (laughs) lie. So it says, Florida Man with a machete tattoo is accused of violent attack with an actual machete. (laughs) Like, he looks pretty guilty. It's on his face. It's a face tattoo under his eye of a machete. I'm just going to say face tattoos are usually always a bad idea. Always a bad idea, but when you have the tattoo and you use the same weapon, like, come on. I mean, it's it's kind of quirky and beautiful if you want to look at it that way. If you want to be on a podcast, well, that's how you do it because... That is how you do it. Congratulations. Uh, my second article reads mysterious ghost voice turns out to be this guy in a chimney <laughs> and let me tell you he, he looks just as creepy as the other <laughs> uh i want to hear about the ghost guy machete ghost guy, guy sounds cool but ghost guy i figured you'd go with ghost guy because machete tattoo guy you pretty much got the whole story in the headline <laughs> like yeah he macheted somebody it wasn't cool <laughs> good job machete dude yeah So, this one is very creepy. It says, Brad Sapp thought he heard a mysterious voice whisper, get out of here in the wee hours of Wednesday morning, whenever that was. (laughs) Anyways, he thought he was going crazy. Um, He started looking all over the place for the source of the voice, but he couldn't find anything. So, his wife, Carrie, teased him that the voice must have been a ghost. But nine hours later, she received a scare of her own when she heard... (laughs) A man yelling for help inside the chimney. And <laughs> what? not only was the man stuck in the chimney but he was also naked. Why? <laughs> this man later identified as 29 year old Jordan Kajowski called out I'm in the chimney while a couple was trying to figure out what SAP had heard earlier. He said his wife thought it was his voice at first, but then she realized what was going on when Kajewski said again, "I'm in the chimney," (laughs) and so he tried to tell them he fell in while playing hide and seek. But in the nude, in the nude, (laughs) in a chimney, they didn't buy it um they accused the man of trying to break in obviously (laughs) no no way and the couple called nine one one, and rescue workers were able to help him out of that predicament okay so
1: (laughs) what was he stuck on i have this image in my head what he's stuck on and i feel like it would be very uncomfortable
0: you know they don't actually say but oh no it does it just says that it wasn't wide enough (laughs) so i think he just like got in there and he was just like oh he didn't he didn't account for his nuts, and so he just got stuck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And they said that, um, well, since it wasn't wide enough, he definitely wouldn't have been able to remove his clothes once he was in the chimney, but they were in the chimney with him. So he must have gotten naked and jumped down there, but, like, still, you know, wanted to make sure he had them available for when he got inside? So, I don't know. So did he think that he would just slide down yeah. if he was naked? You know, they didn't say maybe he slathered himself with something slippery. I was going to say maybe he should have used some lube. Yeah, you don't know. Maybe he tried it. (laughs) It just turns out it doesn't work against brick. (laughs) Oh, my God. And you know what's very, very strange, if this isn't weird enough? They kind of knew this man. They like they recognized him. They weren't exactly like well acquainted. But Sap said that he had met Kajowski when the man had approached him on previous occasions to ask him for a job, but Sap was never hiring. So you're just gonna strip and jump into their chimney? Yeah. Isn't that wild? Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, we will also post pictures of these articles on our Instagram because I just I wanna show this man's picture he looks like kind of like a hippie sword he's got very long blonde hair, little matted uh, scruffy face and of course it's covered in soot. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of gives him like a really creepy like you know that man that's got the skull tattooed face yeah kind of has that effect because he's it's, it's just so dark in some places it is is please tell me the pictures just like from the neck up. It pretty much is, Yep, It's pretty much. It's him Because I don't want to see anything else. (laughs) Right. Well, he is clothed in this picture. He's even wearing a beanie. Um, (laughs) But he's being escorted out by a police officer. And he looks... You know what? He looks like the Grinch, which is very suiting. 100%, this man is the Grinch. I cannot wait to see this picture. Yes, I will. I'll definitely post it. Um, (laughs) I wish it was around Christmas time. But it doesn't look like this happened at Christmas time. It looks like it happened in May of 2016. (laughs) So don't know what was happening. That's fantastic. It is fantastic. So uh, the article is on HuffPost and uh, it was written by Hilary Hansen. If anybody else wants to take a look, check it out. (laughs) Check it out a little bit. Read into it. it a little bit more. But yeah, that's my bizarre post for today. I love it. Yeah, that, that was, was fun. So, hey, this is so fun.
1: <laughs> I love
0: it. Excellent. Well, yeah, that's I think that
1: pretty much sums it up. I think so. So, let us know what you guys think about the episode and if you see a story we should cover, make sure to send it in. You can email us at murdermurlowgmail.com, at Find us on Instagram at murdermurlo podcast,
0: Facebook at murdermurlo podcast and Twitter at murdermurlo1. You can listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and pretty much anywhere else you can find podcasts. We would love if you subscribed, and if you don't, you're dead to me. Oh, and just one more thing. We should probably pick our giveaway winner. Yay! I'm so excited!
1: I'm so excited! It's been so much fun! People
0: are, like, sharing our posts, and... Yeah, everybody seems... Really excited about all of our cool things, which, I mean, yes. I'm not that surprised. Our gift basket was, was pretty great. I've had a friend or two be like, you know, you could just rig that and oh, I yeah. could get it.
1: Yeah. And I'm thinking I could just keep it, but I'd, that's probably
0: not appropriate. Probably not. Out of the kindness of our hearts, we're choosing to give it to somebody else. So Exactly. <laughs> we better do it properly. We should. So, Michelle... Are we ready?
1: you want to do the honors? All right. So I've put everybody's names in that commented, shared, tagged their friends, all that good stuff into a random number generator. And I'm going to generate a number right now. Okay. Let's do it. I feel like we need a drum roll or something. I know. Okay. I got this. Number 14. 14. Who's it going to be? Let me see. Number 14 goes to
0: Miss Shannon Copps. <gasps> Shannon! Oh, <Yeah>.
1: that's, <laughs> that's
0: so exciting. exciting. Oh, congratulations, Shannon. I can't wait to give you all of your goodies and I might steal some of that wine from you. <laughs> yeah, you definitely should. I could because, you know, there's a delivery fee and that's a glass of wine. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Awesome. Well, that is so, so exciting. Um, I will be making some cool stuff out of the painting that I did. So hopefully we yes. can show you guys that soon. And um, just remember that we are going to be continuing our review giveaway as well after this. Yes. So, so. I would say probably how about until the end of 2020? How does that sound? Yeah. yeah. Just keep reviewing us and let's yes. shoot us a message saying that you reviewed us. And we'll send you some stuff. We'll send you some stuff. It'll be super cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you everybody that participated in our giveaway. We really appreciated all the love. Yes. And
1: congratulations, Shannon. Yay, Shannon. Yay.
0: (laughs) All right. Remember to drink wine because it's not good to keep things bottled up. (laughs) Bye. Bye.